You're listening to Dose of Depth Podcast. I'm your host, Deborah Lukovich, and I invite you to be curious about your unique experience of being human. In this podcast, we'll explore the deeper meaning of ordinary life experiences through conversation, stories, and education. You might have a serious aha moment, or you might just be amused by the movie your life seems to be imitating, or you might just be entertained by one of my awkward stories. I'm hoping you'll become more aware of those moments when a deeper part of you is prompting you to see things differently and maybe even go a new direction. So let's get started. In this episode, I continue reading from my book, Your Soul is Talking. Are you listening? Five Steps to Uncovering Your Hidden Purpose. In my book, I teach the language of the unconscious to help you notice the subtle messages a deeper part of you is sending to get your attention. Then I offer you a framework for decoding and finding meaning in the messages. Insights come fast at times and other times take years to fully grasp the meaning. My personal stories are meant to help you connect to the concepts and to entertain you too. We can't take this too seriously. In chapter eight, I talk about dreams, which C.G. Jung said were a direct route to the unconscious. There is no fixed meaning in dreams, and the goal is not to allow the ego to interpret or dismiss. You don't need any of that to benefit by exploring your dreams. Think of it as prompting those things in your unconscious to come out and play with you. It wasn't until years after my midlife unraveling that I realized the meaning of my dream about my crumbling teeth wasn't about my life falling apart. Rather, it was telling me I had to allow my life to fall apart. Drawing another dream where I fell backwards down a hill in the dark, but at the same time felt safer than I had ever felt in my life, ended up giving me the confidence to get swept up in my first post-divorce relationship, which was full of irony and overwhelming feelings of desire I had never felt before. My dreams continue to be a companion as I plot out the next phase of my life. Sometimes they're reassuring, sometimes they point out that I'm going back to my manic self, and other times they're prophetic. The messages are being sent by a deeper part of me, something transcendent even, what some call God, a higher moral authority. So let's get started. Chapter 8. Dreams. Dreams are a direct route to your unconscious because your ego is not standing guard while you sleep. Working with dreams is one of my favorite ways to receive guidance from my unconscious. In dream tending sessions with clients, the most challenging part is the tendency to look at them literally. This chapter offers guidelines to help you resist this, and you can also download a one sheet at DebraLukovich.com. In my dream last night, I was caught off guard when I found out I was going to a 25-year elementary school reunion. The boy I adored in middle school was there, and I told him his hair was soft. That was it. I'll walk you through how to resist the temptation of interpreting this dream literally. There is no right interpretation. To find meaning in dreams, set aside the goal of finding the right interpretation and instead look for meaning that might lead to reconciling inner or outer conflict. Sometimes dreams offer assurance that you will survive what is in front of you. Other times dreams encourage you to have a sense of humor about your life or to give yourself permission to express the anger you don't want to feel. As I journaled about the dream above, I followed where my memory took me, 
back to middle school. As a fifth grader, I was new to the community and the school, and I was terribly shy and insecure. By seventh grade, I was in love with a boy, but I never let him know. Those three years at middle school felt like a womb of love, which became the foundation for how I approached high school, where I attempted to overcome my shyness and insecurity. This recent dream might be affirming that I have a new foundation that has prepared me for what is happening in my life right now, overcoming my insecurities about publishing my first book about depth psychology. What are you avoiding? Your dreams may be trying to get you to pay attention to something you've been ignoring or to get you to take actions to compensate for being too one-sided in some area of your life. Being violent in a dream could be encouraging you to express repressed negative emotions and dreams about crumbling teeth could be telling you it's time to let go of fixing and controlling. The goal is not to find a correct interpretation, but to gain insights that might be useful in your life right now. Back to my dream, where I was attending a 25-year grade school reunion. This was interesting because in real life, I had attended the actual reunion in 2004, 17 years earlier from when I had this dream. But in my dream, it wasn't the same reunion. I let my mind wander back to that time of my life. I was 39 at the time of the actual reunion, my children were six and four, and I was building a new business after having lost a job that caused me great emotional suffering. This was also about the time when my unconscious began trying to get my attention, the ray of sunshine that reached me through those rustling leaves I talked about earlier. Then I journaled about the loneliness I had felt in my marriage. I asked myself what the seventh grade crush wanted from me now as I pursue my new life as a writer. I went on to journal that I never told the boy that I liked him, even at the actual 25-year reunion. I was still too shy and embarrassed about it. I didn't know the answer to my question, but I felt encouraged to power through my current insecurities related to publishing my book. People in dreams represent parts of you. The people in your dreams are typically representations of different parts of you. Some you are familiar with and others are shadowy versions of you that have not been acknowledged or validated. The sister you describe as selfish may show up in your dream to shine a light on your own selfishness or highlight the need for you to be more selfish right now. I will never forget the day in class when I worked a dream with Jungian analyst Dr. Lionel Corbett. I excitedly described it, quote, My sister was standing on the stove in my grandmother's house. She was stirring a big pot of something, end quote. The professor asked me what came to mind when I thought about my sister. She needs a lot of validation. It's annoying. And then I stopped. As I completed my thought, I blushed when I realized I was talking about that part of me, the part that needed validation. Oh, how I hated that part of me. That dream where you're stabbing a coworker may be about a part of your own personality that you need to symbolically kill off or stand up to. Think of your images as symbols and metaphors and not literally, including people and especially the ones that are embarrassing. Dreams that take place in a bed or a bedroom or include sexual activity may represent some part of you that wants to be recognized and valued. Becoming intimate with a part of you that has in the past received harsh judgment may feel dirty or inappropriate. Back to the dream about my seventh grade crush. I went on to journal about what part of me he might represent. I remembered him to be kind and cute. And at the actual 25-year reunion, I found out that he had not gotten married and that he owned a printing company. Maybe the seventh grade boy in my dream was encouraging me to continue embracing my new life as a writer 
and an unattached woman living on her own for the first time in her life. Initial interpretations are sometimes wrong. Robert Johnson, author of Inner Work, Using Dreams and Active Imagination for Personal Growth, suggests that if you figure out the meaning of a dream too quickly, you're probably wrong. Dreams are meant to tell you something new, so if it feels too obvious, you might want to set it aside for now. In chapters 16 through 24, I will outline different methods for working with dreams and other images. In the meantime, these guidelines will help you switch your lens away from the literal to the symbolic. This dream is fresh enough that I'm not grasping its full meaning, but it prompts me to embrace my life right now with the same youthful love I felt for the seventh grade boy. In the end, it's all about whether something clicks. If not, set it aside. Your unconscious will bring it up again. If it's clicking, the only goal is to find something meaningful that contributes to your growth. Reflection questions. Do you have a recurring dream? Have you dreamed about cheating on your partner or that your partner cheated on you? Have you had dreams about flying? And is it easy to fly or does it feel like swimming underwater? Have you had dreams about snakes, bears, wolves, a peacock, or a black panther? Which coworkers show up in your dreams? How about water or fire or being in a bathroom or sitting on a toilet in the front yard? I recommend journaling about whatever dream images come to mind right away and then setting it aside for now. Try this. Journal as much as possible about a recurring dream, noting how many times you think you've had this dream and when it started. One evening, as you're settling into sleep, ask your unconscious to bring the dream back. If it doesn't come back that night, just try again until it does. The next day, write the dream down as best you can and note how it might have changed. Those changes contain clues about the meaning of that dream. You may also draw the dream, your impression of the dream, or the feelings associated with the dream. Just follow your imagination. This chapter introduced you to working with dream images. The guidelines will help you remember that the language of dreams is symbolic and that what you have journaled so far will prepare you for finding meaning when we get to the methods chapters. I hope you enjoyed my reading of chapter 8. You will probably have a dream after listening to this chapter. I encourage you to journal about it and just be curious. If you're anxious to learn more, purchase my book. Chapters 16 through 18 will teach you some specific techniques to explore your dreams. My website also has a free download with guidelines. Stay tuned for what comes next. There's a link in the description box to my website, deboralukovich.com, where you can find more free content and check out my book. Thanks for listening and sharing with others who need my framework for self-reflection. Until next time. I'm your host, Deborah Lukovich, and you are listening to Dose of Depth Podcast. To get updates on new episodes, my writing, and how I teach my clients to get to know that deeper part of themselves, go to DebraLukovich.com. Oh, and if you're not ready for a coach, learn what my clients know in my book, Your Soul is Talking. Are you listening? Five Steps to Uncovering Your Hidden Purpose. You can check it out on my website or get it on Amazon.